Hey, Mike, what's going on? Hey, David. Glad to be back, man. Yeah, likewise. Uh, it is an exciting time, I think, just in this industry. Uh, I feel like Twitter last week was just going insane uh, because Jack Dorsey was tweeting about the Lightning Network, which is something that we can discuss later in the show. Um, but it was just incredible to see that really blow up. Yeah, I mean, anytime we can get a big influencer like that talking about crypto, especially um, someone with a platform, a few platforms that can uh, help the growth of Bitcoin. Plus, there's really no good news around crypto right now. So anything yeah, seems true. like true. People, have, yeah, anybody, everyone's sort of just, yeah, piling on almost any little glimmer of, of hope. But uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll also get to Jack's company, Square, in a little bit. Um, just to kind of give listeners a little bit of context. So uh, Mike and I have been just discussing the landscape of fintech, financial technology, and the explosion of these different instruments and vehicles for uh, where you can potentially invest or put your money or savings. Um, and there's really so much happening that uh, what we're deciding to do is um, go a little bit lighter on each product that we cover each week still get into a specific product that, that catches our eye or maybe that we're investing in. We'll discuss that a bit. Um, but then we're going to link you up uh, on, our, on our site uh, to a table that's going to include all of the different products that we're looking at um, with news about each of them, with details about each of them. So basically, just picture this giant sheet that has every uh, fintech product that's catching our eye that's updated for you to go do your own research. So um, we're going to dive into Acorns today, which is an app that both Mike and I use, discuss that a little bit. Um, and then we're just going to cover some of the news, like what's going on in the fintech landscape. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a bit more conversational. So uh, that'll be the, sh the flow of the show um, from now on. So let's, let's kind of get started with, with Acorns. Um, I have a funny story to sort of start. I signed up for Acorns, uh, I believe a year and a half ago, and I actually forgot that I had signed up. And Acorns essentially is an app that every time you purchase something, it'll round up your spare change to the nearest dollar from that purchase. So if you buy something for a buck 50, there's 50 cents change to the next dollar, and it'll invest it for you into the market. And so I had signed up for Acorns, forgotten that I'd signed up for Acorns. And I see this email about an end of year statement, probably for taxes for 2018. <laughs> and I sign in and lo and behold, I have $350 in my Acorns account. So I had an amazing experience, um, even though I forgot about Acorns. Um, but yeah, do you want to kind of talk about your either introduction or your recent kind of uh, usage of Acorns? Yeah. And you know, the use case that you're talking about is exactly the way I'm hoping it works for me. Um, I think it's great for anyone who has a little bit of slack in their budget. They're not running too tight. Um, because like exactly, you're the exact use case that I'm, that I'm thinking uh, will work for me is you kind of forget about it. It kind of runs in the background, does its thing. And you know, a year, two years later, you sit down and forget that you have an account, you log in and oh, Here's, here's a little bit of money. <clears throat> and I think it's just awesome from a uh, uh, simplicity standpoint. You set it up, you connect your debit card, and it just goes out and invests uh, it for you based on, its, uh, based on five uh, portfolio options. So I just think it's a 
really smart way for someone with a little bit of slack in their budget to do a little bit of extra saving. Yeah, you don't have to think about it at all. Uh, and it's sort of like that thing where you're at the grocery store and they ask you like, will you round up for charity or whatever? But every purchase you make hit uh, is then investing in your future. And um, the returns have been pretty great. I believe my portfolio via Acorns with the money that has been invested has gotten a 12% return so far. Um, luckily, I kicked off uh, unknowingly my Acorns experience in a pretty good time, I think, in the bull market. So uh, yeah. that might not be the same as you know, what you would get if you start now or if you'd started a little while back. Um, but I was pretty amazed. So it's sort of like a robo-advisor. They take that spare change um, and they round it up for you. And so I had such a good experience once I started actually signing in again and, and checking out my portfolio that I actually started um, implementing some of their new features around multiples. So mm -hmm. there's a few interesting things you can do. You can uh, multiply that spare change by two or by five um, if you want to increase the amount of money that you're investing on a regular basis. And I think this is something we'll get to uh, later, but I really like this idea of like power-ups within financial apps. Um, you know, as investors, one thing that people think about with stocks is rewarding your winners. So when your stocks are doing well, you want to, um, you know, tack on more money uh, to that horse, essentially. And I feel like these like power-ups that these applications are providing you with, like, do you want to 2x your uh, you know, your change this month? Or do you want to add a $5 a day plus a roundup to your change um, option? Like, I think it's a really smart way to get people engaged in a way that's fun and also benefits your long-term portfolio. Like it, it's gamifying the, the experience. And, you know, if you can, if the, the 1X kind of just goes along in the, the background, you don't really realize it, then why wouldn't you want to just throw a multiple on there? For now, I'm just set up at 1X. I think it's just, it's not something that I, I do a lot of like intentional allocations of cash on my own. So it's just something that, you know, just do a little bit extra. So I'm cool with 1X for now. One of the other features that I thought was pretty cool, I haven't really gotten into much as far as utilization, but they have a new feature called found money as well, which they've partnered with some of the biggest retailers around people that you already spend money with. And if you complete purchase in app, they'll, uh, those retailers or, or um, acorns themselves will kind of boost your savings and send money um, to your portfolio for you. So if you spend, you know, $100 through uh, Starbucks in app, they'll send um, $10 or 10% to your uh, investment account. So it's, you know, it's a cool way to uh, get a little bit of return on money that you're probably going to spend anyway. So, you know, it may be in the back of my mind as I'm ready to make like an online purchase of, you know, this or that uh, to potentially go through Acorns just to get that extra money back. Right. It's, it's almost like what we're seeing is uh, competition for the points market. So obviously we're all familiar with credit card points. Um, it helps you travel. It might give you uh, some type of match where you get more points depending on where you shop that week. And that's kind of a, a bonus for the credit card companies and some of their partner uh, organizations. I'm sure they work out some deal um, to set those things up. And and now it's like, well, um, what if you shop through Acorns? What if you shop through Square? What are the perks that they're willing to give you? Uh, and it's sort of interesting because, you know, Acorns isn't based on credit. So a credit card, you have to obviously apply for, get a credit check, 
Um, with something like Acorns, it's actually based on sort of just you, I guess, proactively investing. And since they're not offering you credit, um, I think it's available to more people who don't have the opportunity to have really high tier uh, credit card plans um, thanks to their credit history. So uh, that's kind of encouraging as well is that, you know, you can sign up for something like Acorns and, and get perks, like you said, at Starbucks or wherever else you shop. You know, one of the other tiny, almost like features that you don't even realize, but, you know, I do a lot of banking on my phone through uh, Chase and Ally. And one of the most annoying things is having to log in, actually put in your entire username, type in your entire password to those apps on my phone. And it, it's, it seems like a kind of a no brainer. These guys actually just, you just use a pin just like I would for my debit card. If I was swiping it at, you know, the, the grocery store. Um, and I don't know why a chase or an ally or these bigger banks don't use that same kind of pin because, you know, I can essentially, if, if I, if someone stole my pin could, could essentially do everything I can do online. Um, anyways, they could go spend my money and just type in the pin. So I like that you can get into the app really fast. And I think that's a big plus. Yeah. Uh, another feature that is very smart uh, for onboarding. And I think, you know, a lot of this discussion that we're having on, on the show is about how these new vehicles are prompting new investors. It's not just uh, people with a super high net worth. It's everyday investors are getting involved. And there's a lot of psychology that comes with that. There's a lot of education that comes with that. And so um, how these applications educate their consumers, how they bake in uh, smart, I think, psychology into the applications is how they will win by helping their customers win. And another thing that Acorns did that's really smart is they have this projected uh, savings kind of like graph. And I believe mine was for age 68. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I put my age in to the app when I signed up. Um, and so, like I said, I think after about a year of investing, I'd already saved about $300, uh, $350 in my Acorns account just from the roundups and from a 12% return. And they have this graph that says, if you keep doing what you're doing today until age 68, uh, I would have $350,000 saved in my Acorns account. And showing me that number and showing me that potential, and, and that was sort of at the middle range, it could be higher, it could be lower, um, I think was really smart for helping users understand the psychology of why they're doing this in the first place. Um, and you know, it's just so interesting to me if you think about banking and interest, quote unquote, the interest you receive in your bank account, I mean, it's pretty much nothing today. And so with Acorns, I feel like I have this, this entity who is helping me grow my income. They're helping me see my goals into the future. Um, and they're providing a real return. Now I look at my bank account and I'm like, why, why is my bank investing my money to make their own gain? Whereas I'm, you know, when I'm with Acorns, uh, they're investing money for my gain. Um, so it's just an interesting, I think, I think we're seeing an interesting shift in psychology. I think the onboarding and these experiences and simplicity, like you said, help with psychology. Um, and it's just about making it easy and helping you see the future. Yeah, and I think you're right. It's, it's a gateway to being a more sophisticated investor. I mean, as long as you can type in some very base, enter your credit card or your debit card, I'm sorry, uh, you can start to be an investor. And that's the cool part. I mean, even signing up for like an E-Trade account or you know, any, any kind of brokerage is, can be overwhelming because you have to sit and 
pick individual stocks or mutual funds. This makes it very simple, five options. They're going to do everything else for you. And I think it's a really good way for someone to get, uh, get acclimated to what this uh, financial world could be um, for them. Yeah. You get the sense that these companies are working for you to, to help support you. And I think that's something that I don't get a feeling or a sense of um, in, I guess, the more of the banking industry. Um, like you said, I think sometimes it feels more overwhelming. Like I'm having to sign all these forms that they're almost like vetting me. Um, and I, yeah, I just think that relationship change and that brand change is going to help onboard people uh, to new financial products. So I think this is a good time to, to bring up Square uh, because this is something we've both been interested in as well. Square Cash, the app, um, which is uh, an app you can get for your phone. Um, it's actually uh, Jack Dorsey's other company. Jack Dorsey owns Twitter. He also owns Square. Um, and I think, you know, whether you know it or not, you use Square all the time, even if you don't have the app. It's actually the credit card reader in plenty of small businesses likely in your area. Um, but they have this great app that essentially is a competitor to Venmo. It lets you send money to your friends. And speaking of simplicity, the onboarding experience for that was phenomenal. And I'm, yeah, the, the user experience of that app, I think is, it's maybe the best I've seen. It's incredible. You cannot get simpler than um, yeah. their user interface. It's, it's really easy to navigate. Um, and as funny story, I actually was listening to Joe Rogan's interview with Jack and Joe had mentioned, um, and the reason I got interested in, uh, in this was he said that basically, uh, you can get a debit card through cash app as well. And every purchase you make with, it's a smaller selection of, uh, vendors. Um, I think there's like a whole foods, I think you can do a local coffee shop, but Basically, you can save 10% on all of your purchases that you use their cash app for, um, which, you know, $10, 10% at Whole Foods, I mean, that is pretty significant if you do a lot of shopping at Whole Foods. So that was interesting enough for me to just download it and, and test it out. Um, I ordered the card. It uh, actually arrived a few days ago. I'm still um, trying to get it loaded. I've had a couple issues. So I don't know if that's on Chase's side or if that's on the cash app side. So trying to figure that out. But the other, um, the thing that really got me interested was um, you can do one of their boosts is what they call them. Um, where every time you use the debit card, the cash app debit card at a coffee shop, you get $1 back. And, you know, so as someone who spends, you know, one, maybe two trips to a coffee shop every single day. I mean, buying a $2 coffee and getting a dollar back seems like a no brainer, even if that's the only use case. So, yeah. uh, still, uh, validating it, but, um, that's enough to get me right there. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I ordered, um, so basically you set up this cash app. It's sort of like Venmo. You can send money between you and your friends. Super easy. User experience is beautiful. And then they have this button sitting there that just says get debit card or something like that. And so it's dead, dead simple to do that. You literally just click that button, you type in, you know, your address and a few other things. And then they have this great idea, which I think is a really small detail, but uh, makes it awesome. You get to customize that debit card. And so you get to, it's, it's a pretty beautiful looking card. Um, it's, uh, you can sign your signature on that. There's like emojis that you can put on it. And yep. that part of the experience was really meaningful. And 
Um, this is something I heard uh, Jack Dorsey say in an interview, but he was talking about um, customization and just personalization in the banking industry and how it's really non-existent. Like it, they, most kind of banks and most processes really try to make everybody feel like they're the same. And he wants to bring this level of just detail and making it feel a little bit more personal. Um, and, and I think another thing we're going to just see as time goes on is our understanding of money is going to change uh, and it's going to become a little bit less formal. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, we mentioned Jack Dorsey tweeting about Lightning Network, um, which essentially is uh, a, net, a layer two network um, on Bitcoin that lets you send even really small amounts, like fractions of a penny or a penny um, in a really seamless way, almost like you're texting someone. And I think we're actually going to see uh, the definition of money start to shift in our own minds. Um, and it'll be a little bit more of like a friendly thing. And the idea behind Lightning Network was like, what if I could just text somebody a dollar? What if I could text somebody five cents? What if I could, you know, just text somebody money? And that was Cash App as well. Um, and so, yeah, I just like this overall feeling of me having a card that feels fun. It feels personal. It's giving me boosts, like you said, at the coffee shop. Um, I'm using my Cash App to send money between people. Um, banking feels stodgy. And I think the new financial sort of frontier will feel more fun and fluid. Yeah, I think, did you hear that noise? So I think someone knocked on my door. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, the, the other piece that I think is uh, going to be a game changer, there's actually two pieces that kind of go hand in hand. One is you can also, uh, you can buy and sell, or you can buy, yeah, buy and, and send Bitcoin. So I think it's going to be a huge um, kind of onboarding experience for that. And it's it's a day-to-day peer-to-peer um, application. And it's one of the first clean, easy user interfaces that, that I've ever seen, <clears throat> which is like the original use case of Bitcoin. So I think that will be interesting to see how that plays out. And I think the other piece that is super exciting is that the integration between that and Twitter, like what could that be? Um, just having access to both networks um, could lay the groundwork for uh, a lot of things that you know we can't even think of yet. So yeah. I'm excited that they're so uh, uh, linked by way of Jack Dorsey, and you know, even in the last uh, week or two, he's really come out and started to be a little bit more outspoken about it. So yeah. I think that was pretty interesting. This well, also I think another note is that the Square Reader, uh, which is what plenty of independent businesses use, um, also could be. Uh, an asset, I think, for the distribution of something like Lightning Network and and making it possible to to use Bitcoin at you know if you want to if you want to use Bitcoin at your local coffee shop, Square is already sitting there ready to, ready to take it. Um, but I'll, I'll pitch you my idea for how I think Twitter could inter- integrate uh, Lightning Network because there's something I was thinking about, which is, um, and I, I think this is a tweet that I shared, but you know we're, we're very used to the fave button, we're very used to the heart. Uh, we're very used to double tapping something um, to just show appreciation. And um, what I would really like to see Twitter do is add the lightning um, icon. And basically every time you oh hit gosh. the lightning icon, you um, send however much payment you want. You could set it ahead of time. It could be a penny. It could be you know 50 cents. It could be 10 cents. Whatever you choose, you set it as. And then as you're going through your day, essentially um, 
saying, yes, I think this is valuable with your thumb, yeah. you're also sending value. Um, so I think that's a really interesting use case, especially as things sort of go viral uh, and people maybe actually capture real value in return for the content they produce that, that creates attention that Twitter then goes and sells to advertisers. So you're giving um, your user base access to uh, part of the revenue that you're the one generating. Oh, I would do that in a second. I think that's great. That's really smart. So um, we'll, we'll see if that happens. I think a lot of people are kind of saying, you know, Jack, the, the famous quote from this week was, uh, it was something about uh, when, not if, cash um, supports Lightning Network. And, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, Jack just kind of talks a lot. Is he really going to do anything? Um, but I think that the critical thing that he brought up, which is I, the reason for this discussion even, is that this is now possible. So whether or not Twitter does this, whether or not Square does that, the technology is now getting to a point where it's actually possible to consider. And that means tests will run and people will attempt to, to see. Um, so, you know, I'm not sure whether or not they're going to do that, but I think um, these tests will happen. And whether or not they're successful, maybe nobody, you know, maybe the cognitive overhead of wondering where your money's going when you're tapping the lightning icon, maybe that's too much and people don't want to use it. But for the first time, we're able to see whether or not that's the case. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, that's probably a good place to wrap. I, uh, I, I want to point out um, there's an Acorns competitor that um, I'm trying to get on the beta on, and, and I will definitely update everybody if, if I do, called Bamboo. And it's Bamboo.io. Bamboo is based in uh, Australia. Their team's remote, and they have a very simple premise, which is really similar to Acorns, which is round up your spare change, but buy crypto. Um, and they're trying to make their, I've actually uh, spoke with their designer. I know they're trying to make their user interface super simple in the same way. Um, you get to pick your allocation, how much percent Bitcoin, how much percent Ethereum, how much percent other uh, crypto. Um, but basically, if Bamboo comes out and launches that, I will definitely sign up. And I will also start rounding up my spare change to start buying into to crypto. So um, I'll kind of keep everybody posted on that. And um, I'm hoping that they let me in on some type of early beta. Nice. That's super exciting. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, well, I think that's a good place to leave it. As always, there's so much stuff happening. Um, and we are trying to document all of that in this list, this new money list, which is sort of a, a giant uh, picture of what's happening right now, what all these tools are. So you can go do your own research. We will link to all of that. Um, you know, for sure, this is not financial advice. We're not saying go put your money in any of these things. You should definitely be doing your own research. Uh, we're just kind of discussing and talking out loud what opportunities, um, you know, might be out there in the market that you could take advantage of. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be back again soon. All right, man. Have a good Thanks, one. Mike. Yep. Chat soon.